Hey, and welcome to this Passionate Life Podcast. We tap into what it takes to turn your passions into profits with intimate talks with women who are walking the talk. This is your host, Stephanie Zito, intuitive soulpreneur mentor for women who choose in favor of alignment, abundance, and happiness. Come find me on Facebook at Stephanie Zito Coach and hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat of this podcast to raise your vibe and align with your best life. Welcome to this episode of this Passionate Life Podcast. I'm so glad you're here with us to explore the origins of love and how sometimes we can feel the lack of love around us. We're going to dive into some beautifully deep answers around this. Uh, I want to share that this episode is recorded live as an Insight Timer live on the Insight Timer app. And I am live every Sunday for a soul session with Stephanie at eight o'clock Pacific on Insight Timer. And I would love to have you join me there. So as you listen to this episode, you will hear my interaction with those members of Insight Timer that were uh, live with me in the chat with their comments and questions. And I hope you enjoy this discussion. Let's dive in. All right. What are we here for? Uh, if you signed up for this session, you might be aware this is a session on, on love and on uh, how we can actually even get into a space of channel writing with love. And we can, in that, kind of understand if we have certain situations coming up um, where we kind of need some help or assistance or we're not quite sure how to handle something, we can um, see what would love do. We could ask what would love do. And we could actually, in our channel writing space, ask that question, which is exactly what we're going to do. So I hope that sounds good to you in this journey that we are about to embark on together. Um, next time I forgot, I was going to put some music on for us too, but I forgot. So <laughs> I'm not going to uh, get distracted by that now. Maybe when we're channel writing, I will. That could be nice. Um, I could take the time to do that. I'm going to pull a couple cards for us because I just feel called to do so as we start. This is a good one because we're calling in the, the hip area. We're calling in the sacral chakra with this color right here. We're calling in this ask, how can I express my creativity today? How can I express my creativity today? So when we are in our creative space, right? When we're allowing that to flow through the chakra space, are we familiar with that sacral chakra? You could just give like a thumbs up or like an emoji or something. Get creative with your emoji. Uh, what emoji does the sacral chakra feel like to you? So this is really important, I think, to me, because when we're talking about um, love, I think of the heart chakra. I think of the heart center. And yet, when we are loving ourselves purely and fully, what's happening? We are allowing love to flow through us. Love is not something that we bottle up. Love is not something that we grip tightly, that we have to hold on to. This is an important one because love is something that flows through us. And when we are loving ourselves, when we are loving ourselves, we are also allowing our creativity to flow through, right? It kind of like just completely is like, I didn't expect to pull this card. I didn't know what I was going to pull. But how does that land for you? I'm just curious how that lands for you. So where can you express your creativity today? I mean, I'll definitely be expressing it right here, expressing it during yoga after this. Um, I'm not sure what else we're doing today, but I've got hula hoops in the backyard. You know, I like to hula hoop. It's really fun. So uh, when I'm playing the singing bowls, expressing my creativity, you know, um, there was a time when I wasn't sure. I didn't feel safe to express myself in these ways through intuition. And does anyone resonate with that, not feeling safe to express yourself in that way? There was a time when I was like, I don't know, I really want to, but someone's going to judge me hula hooping on the beach. It doesn't feel safe, right? And I just, I know the difference between that constrictive feeling of kind of like wearing myself outside myself. Does that make sense? Like wearing myself outside myself? Yeah, thank you for those heart bombs versus like, <sighs> feeling myself inside myself, intimately being with myself inside myself. Yeah. Letting yourself be you. Exactly. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Is there anything for you particularly that you feel like that around? I would love to kind of just get into the weeds together with it. 
Thank you for those hearts. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I get it, you know? <laughs> Everything with everyone. And you know, I think it can be very normal because, um, and I'm gonna pull out this card, root chakra. Root chakra, what do we want? We wanna feel safe. <laughs> yeah, what do we want? We wanna feel loved. In fact, I posted something um, where there's reels. I posted exactly about this, you know? Um, it's interesting how the people who can be like closest to us, family, like our original friends, yeah, sorry. Um, so we look at the root chakra, we wanna be safe, we wanna feel loved, right? So sometimes we do things that are protective for us so we can feel safe, so we can feel what we think love is. What It gets melded in with acceptance, right? So we're gonna kind of dive into like the origin stories around love. And then actually to me, this is, this is just my interpretation. So as I sit here with you, I see us in a circle. Everyone is equal. I know you can see me on camera and I can feel you and your energy in the circle that we're in. And yet anything that I say, it's just kind of my jam right now, right? It's not like, I don't know. <laughs> written in stone on a mountaintop. It's just kind of like what I have interpreted, what I've heard, what I've seen. So I want to kind of bring that up. This is a completely a discussion. And as I'm speaking these truths that I believe, I would love to see and feel and know um, what you sense as well. Yes, yes. So this is the thing. Because we are going to get into kind of the origin stories. And yet, what I feel like is one of the most important things about love, when I think about, like, I can talk about my personal experience, right? Hang out with yourself today. Yes, then do it. You get to do it. That's so good. Reverting things, love. Oh, good. I'm so glad, Shona. I'm so glad. Finding it easier to find safe people to open up to. Yes. So this is the thing. This is what I have experienced. Uh, Oh, I feel like we should get into the origin story. But before we get into the origin story, which I think is going to help explain these things, and I get excited, I can talk really fast. So if I need to slow down, let me know. But what I have noticed is that um, in my experience, when I was looking to, to feel the reflection back of love from people around me, failing left and right, I was literally failing left and right at finding love outside myself because the lesson, the soul study, was to first find it within myself. And if I had this hole that I was trying to fill through others, through when I was younger, like I'm married now, but like a boyfriend at the time or even my husband, like I need to fill this hole, this gap, this, this like trench that once love, acceptance through others, I was failing left and right. I was failing left and right. I wasn't finding it. And the reason is because <laughs> the, the first place like where I needed to look and find it was within me. So when I went out to the beach to hula hoop and I felt shame because I was showing myself, expressing myself, and I'm hula hooping, people are going to look at you. <laughs> like you can dance like no one's watching, but I can assure you people are watching. And I can assure you, some people are judging you. People have all their opinions. Some people think, wow, look how brave you are. Some people are like, they don't really, they don't care, whatever. Some people are like, I would never do that in a million years. Some people are like, you look insane. Some people are like, why would you ever do that? That looks crazy, right? But that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it, is that all those opinions, all those opinions, I am just a mirror just picture me on the beach with this hula hoop and I'm just a mirror, mirrors all around me, all, all around me, and I'm just reflecting back to people their beliefs about the world for themselves. Just a mirror, just a mirror, right? So when I am able to fully embrace myself and all the things and the squishy belly and the weight that I gain or lose or the wrinkles that I get or the sunspots that I have, right? The external, the internal, when I am able to embrace that and give that self to myself, sort of like this loop, then that reflection becomes, I am emitting that outward. I am emitting that outward, right? And some people are going to match up with that love. We're gonna match up, we're gonna sync up some friendships, my husband, my children, we're gonna sync up and some are not. And some of those people who are not going to sync up 
it can feel painful because they are the people we believed would be the first people to have our backs, to understand us, to get us. And the interesting thing is, is that we are putting pressure on them to be a certain way too. We are putting pressure on them. Well, you should get me. You should embrace my intuition as a Catholic person who thinks this is wrong. You should embrace that, right? Like, how dare you? You should get me. So now we are putting pressure on others that they should be a certain way, right? And we can go back to ask, well, is that love? <laughs> in that loop, uh, we went right in, didn't we? We just got we, we right in there. We didn't even do the origin story. We're going to back up. But I don't know, somebody said something and I was like, and I'm going to look at the chat in a moment, but I'm just like, bah. how are you feeling about all of that? <laughs> um, I sing and dance at your work. Yeah, Cecilia, I love that so much. You find it easier, yeah. Vibrations, yes. Strong sense to hang out with yourself today, yes. Should we do it? I find this origin story to be just so fascinating and I feel like it helps me put into perspective kind of what it means to be human and to have expectations of people and to um, feel all these nuances around love and when we can get hurt and why love doesn't always look the way we think it should. Um, especially around family or parents. So if that is something that kind of resonates with you at all, um, then I hope that this serves you in some way. Okay, Ruth Dan, yes, please join the group. We'd love to have you. So the origin story. Let's take this perspective, maybe even close your eyes. Thank you for the hearts. Close your eyes for a moment and let's take ourselves back. This is like kind of this origin story of how we even, how the heck we even got here on this planet Earth to begin with. Let's envision the origins. Let's envision the origins of the universe, so to speak. Maybe the universe is infinite and if we can envision it's always even been here in some form, it just is. It just is. And the universe has an, an essence of consciousness. And so let's say the universe is just Pure consciousness, like whenever you've been in meditation, have you ever been in meditation and you just felt like you were in that space of like no mind, just pure consciousness? Imagine like that is the universe, right? That is the universe. And so in that, the universe is and started out as, I'll say started out as, just pure love, just literally pure love. And the universe wanted, desired to know itself. And so uh, you can envision that, like I, I, I picture the album cover for uh, Pink Floyd, you know, the Pink Floyd album cover, it's black and it's got, it's got this light that goes to this prism and then boom, the prism kind of explodes into the rainbow. The universe is like, I want to know myself. And so just like that, just like sound turning into uh, different tones, just like uh, white light turning into the fractals of the rainbow, the universe did this. And now the universe has these different frequencies. Some say that the sound of the universe creating itself is the sound ohm. So envision that frequency. And now we have other frequencies. We have like a, a symphony. We have these multiple colors, right? We have difference. We have not that. We have I am red. I am not yellow. I am not orange. Let me see the difference around that. Let me explore what is red. What is that? How does that express itself? How does red express itself? How does purple express itself? Right? And so, of course, the universe begins to sort of fractal or uh, expand. It's in constant expansion and it begins to kind of differentiate again and again. And at some point in the differentiation, we have different planets. And then we're talking about eons ago. We can envision or imagine we have different beings. We're not even talking about Earth at all at this point. Are we kind of tracking? Is this tracking? I just want to make sure like we're, I haven't lost anyone. We're kind of on the same page or following. Just kind of like, yeah, okay. I get the hearts. Thank you. Like this is like kind of tracking. We're getting this. So, so we've got the universe doing this. And what happens is... We have, um, we have beings who are different than, 
And in the difference, there begins what is called, and then you can kind of find this in, I, I don't know, metaphysical texts, but it's called the Orion Wars, the Orion Wars, right? And so there are some who say that we are seeded from the stars. Humans are seeded from the stars. We are star seeds, right? And now you can go and look up what kind of star seed you might be most like, but you can envision, this is such, so many eons ago, we probably have the multitude of star seeds within us, right? Like, um, you, like the Heinz 57. <laughs> if you're born in the US and you've got so many different uh, backgrounds, like if I look at just my earthly being, I've got Irish and, and English and German and Scottish, I've got so, so much Anglican, but so much, right? Like so much difference, it's kind of like that. Yeah, I, yes, exactly. I agree. We will, let's do that next. I'm so in. On my podcast, I just interviewed someone about this. If you um, are interested in that, uh, maybe I, I like to get it onto this, uh, to get it here. So yeah, Cure Grace. We had a great conversation around starseeds. So if you feel like you're a little different, if you feel like, I don't know if I belong, you might identify with being a starseed and your energy is actually here to help uplift the planet. You're actually here. Do you identify with that? Like, yeah, I actually, I've, I've always felt different. I've always been kind of like the weird one. <laughs> and, and in a sense, I am, I'm here to help. Like, I am totally here to help. So if I am different in that sense, like, cool. I'm here to help. Yeah, Cecilia, I see you, Diane. Um, I'll, put, I'll type it in here. Yeah. So, so we have war and now we have um, different than becomes ego. Now we have ego because when the universe is expressing itself, we get everything. So now we fast forward to planet Earth. What do we get on planet Earth? We get everything. And yes, Cecilia, your joy shines bright. Yes. <laughs> you get everything on planet Earth. You get evil. You get stuff that is not cool. <laughs> you get joy. You get exquisiteness. You get love. You get like all these fractals of beingness. Everything. The universe expresses itself in a frog, in a crystal. The universe expresses itself as Tiffany, as Cecilia, as Gretchen, as Mo. It expresses itself. And the primary nature of the universe, <laughs> when you got delivered, when source kind of like mixed it all up and like do 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 do, <laughs> and you got some karmic stuff, some ancestral stuff, some karmic stuff to figure out, some soul study stuff to figure out, do 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 do. You got your beautiful gifts. You got who you're meant to be in this world. Your unique expression. You get that. That is exactly who you're meant to be. The universe is like this, this beautiful expression. You came from unconditional love. And so you know that your soul knows that your soul is like, I am unconditional love. In fact, you are unconditional love. The interesting piece is when we come to planet earth, when we come to planet earth, when you're born amnesia, amnesia, forget, don't know don't know, right? So what happens? So what happens is that I'm going to look at your question here in a moment, Mo. So what happens is that when you when you're when you're awake, you're out of the womb, you're born, you're born to these parents who are by nature imperfect. As a human, I would imagine most people just saying, we're just simply not perfect. We have ego, right? We've got the whole bag. We've got all the stuff. And so as much as we try our best as a parent, I know I'm probably effing something up somewhere. <laughs> and that's just part of our soul study with the families that we sort of chose as souls so that our souls can learn something. What are we out there to learn? What are we, what are we actually gaining? What are we knowing through the contrast? Thank you for those hearts. Yeah. Anything that you want to kind of say about this? I'm going to take a pause, take a breath. Yeah, Tiffany. Okay. You, you're like, okay. Deep breath with this one. How is this tracking? 
are we getting this? Is this like, oh yeah, this is like, I'm getting this. Um, I want to take a look at your question here in a second, Mo. Great. Okay. Awesome. Oh, great. I can't wait till we start the, the uh, channel writing too. I'm so glad. Resonates. Okay, great. If it doesn't, that's totally fine. Like I said at the beginning, I am just sharing some stuff that downloads and resonates with me. And if it doesn't for you, totally fine. You know, we're here for all of it. I embrace it. I love it. So love. The beauty is, you know, unconditional love. And so it's sort of what we are seeking. And this is what makes sense. This is what gives me chills is that when you, when you look at your parent, whether you're bottle fed or breastfed or whatever, when you look at that mom, the first thing you know as a baby is that's me. The first thing you know as a baby is you're not differentiating who you even are. Everything you're gaining is through the outside world. That reflection is like, oh, that's consciousness. My consciousness, my consciousness is what I am experiencing through my senses. You know those pictures when you're a baby and you're like looking at your your fist for the first time. That's like a that's like a milestone for a child to recognize itself. Like, oh, that's mine. That's my hand. That's not just some random thing floating in front of me. That's mine. And then the baby learns to say, no, that's, that's, that's differentiation. That's, I am me. I get an opinion. I, it doesn't even matter. Sometimes they're just saying no to say no, but they're like, oh, I am me. I am me. That's kind of like these milestones as we all go through. Yeah, we all go through, right? So the interesting thing about this is what we are first fed when we are babies is an in general, maybe somebody's out there and they nailed it. And I'm so grateful for those people who have nailed it. But it's an imperfect version of love. Maybe we see parents who are in an imperfect, imperfect version of a relationship they're trying to figure out. They're, they're doing love the best they know how. They're giving you love the best they know how. They probably get tired. They probably get irritated. They're hungry. <laughs> they may snap. They may, you know, these things happen to varying degrees. Some people have had very traumatic events and I recognize that and I honor you if you're sitting here right now and that has been you in your childhood. Some people had it easier, right? It was like a more mellow, like it was pretty cool. It was pretty good. It was amazing. A whole rainbow of experience, right? A whole rainbow of experience. So what can happen is when we get stuck in the understanding or the feeling that love lives outside of me, love is love lives in my mom love lives in my father the the goal the goal as parents is to help the child understand love that love lives within you and what can happen when we get indoctrinated even even in um structures like churches we we think of love living outside of ourselves too maybe in jesus or in god or in whatever right it lives outside of ourselves the goal here my goal is for us to understand love lives inside of ourselves. The healing comes when we understand love lives inside of ourselves. And there's a duality I'm going to talk about next. I'm going to take a pause and I want to talk about a duality here. Um, the first is when love lives inside of me, then I release the obligation of others to fill that void for me. I release the obligation for others to fill that void of acceptance. I release the obligation of others to fill that void of belonging. As I say that, we get to be accepted. We get to belong. Now I'm going to take a little pause because I really want to get into this next piece of it, um, but I want to kind of look at your comments first. So I see it's just hard to believe that all the chaos and hate going on in the world comes from love. Oh, okay. Um, it comes, I hear what you're saying, Mo. And again, I don't feel like I have all the answers. I wish I did. Um, but I, I wouldn't actually say it like that. I would say it comes from, uh, to, me, to me, what it looks like is <laughs> we have um, polarity, just like magnets. So we are getting the expression of everything as much as possible. We're getting the expression of everything. And now what happens is sometimes that gets expressed and it sort of takes on its own form. It takes on its own life, so to speak, if that makes sense. Because 
it didn't start that way. You know, in my understanding and what I have seen, you know, when the universe is like expression, expression, it wasn't, it wasn't set out to, it wasn't set out to have Orion Wars. It wasn't set out to have that. It's simply what occurred in sort of the free will of it all. Does that make sense? Like in the free will of it all. We all have choices we can make. We all have choices. And yet there is this, this sense of free will in all of it, which is really freeing and um, challenging when we see things happening where we're like, mm, don't love that free will. Not, not, not stoked about that free will that I'm seeing happening right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Talk to yourself like someone you... Ex exactly. Right, Mo. Okay. So there are some things... There are some things when we were children that we couldn't control and that we might be pissed about and we get to feel pissed about. And at some point it serves us, it serves us to release that because we can look at the things like, oh, well, this happened and it's why I have abandonment issues. I can identify it. I can identify the root. But if I always just stick with the story, if I'm always like, well, this happened and that's why I have abandonment issues. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm playing this tape over and over again. And what I get to do is I get to identify that and I get to choose in some way, how can I lovingly release that? How can I allow myself to recognize and honor that part of my story and that part of my pain and that and, right? Fear causes a lot, yes. Yes, very true, very true, yeah, very true. So many questions. Oh my goodness. So many questions. I'm going to start with this next part because you're asking such great things. Like you're asking, uh, I asked for it. We're all here. We're asking like the really big stuff, right? That's why we're here because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of us have a place where there's pain. There's, I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to bring this into like a, a negative space. You know, we are going to go into the space of channel writing. And yet I just want to identify and acknowledge that many of us can have a place where we feel some pain or a, a sense of loss. And I, I believe in a sense it's because we are in this expression of source, we are separate from it. And I feel like in the walking home we do, we are walking ourselves towards and into and with that sense of unconditional love. And the first place we're going to see and find that is within ourselves. And now I kind of want to get into this piece about, about that. And then I kind of want to get into some of these questions. The best that, I mean, we can't. We're in the circle together. So it's not all on me. Maybe some of these questions we can ask in the channel writing. And I would love to see what comes through. So what I want to talk about next is, and I feel like I lost my train for just a moment. So let me take a sip of this coffee and kind of get back into it. Um, all right. Hang on. <laughs> This is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. And it's this. <laughs> it is totally a safe circle. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. For, for me too, for all of us. Um, I want to talk about our boundaries because when I talk about, I feel like when I talk about giving ourselves love, and, and finding that within ourselves. I'm gonna give you an example, like a personal example, because I feel like the examples can help make it real and see how that kind of resonates for you. Um, because just because you're not, you're not seeking something outside of yourself doesn't mean that you can't have it. Like, it just means that certain people, you let them off the hook because they are not showing you that they can give it to you. So my example would be, um, so my, my, my issue, my theme, my pain was this pain of abandonment, right? There's, I can get into the whole history, but I don't need to, but it's what it is. And, um, I've worked through and released much of it. I'm sure there's something that kind of is stuck there, but in general, I feel pretty good. Um, I've forgiven the people. Um, it's not part of my story with them anymore, you know, but 
Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yet, so how did that show up? That showed up in my fear of being abandoned by my um, significant other, my lover, and then, and then my husband. And so I remember I'd have this like two-year pattern, two-year pattern with, with relationships. So now I'm married and we have a child and two years come and suddenly I'm just feeling this sense of like, oh my gosh, he's going to leave me. He's going to leave me. He's going to leave me. And there's no real sense of why from him. There wasn't anything really happening where he was showing me that. There wasn't anything really happening where we were talking about divorce or anything like that. But I was like, oh my gosh, why is this coming up so strongly? And I recognized the pattern for me of the two years. Like, oh, it's a two-year mark. And usually that's when my relationships would end for whatever reason. And that's my abandonment coming up. And I realized, like this light bulb went off, that I was seeking from him like... Um, you know, like the words of affection, the, the hugs, the, the showing me, the showing me you're not going to leave me. But it was the showing me you're not going to leave me. But in that, I was putting the pressure on him to, it was like very codependent. It was very attached, right? It was so attached. Like he had to behave a certain way for me to feel safe. And that is not healthy. That is not love. I, that is not love. That's, that's like a trap. <laughs> that's like a trap that I was creating for both of us where he could never do enough. Like there's never enough he could ever do because in my mind, it, it, in my mind, I was creating the cycle of fear. And so he could never do enough because I was setting myself up for that moment to protect myself for when he would abandon me. <laughs> Um, so I'm saying that because in the recognition of it, I got to personally heal that space of that abandonment wound without him even under knowing that any of that was even happening. Like he did, but it's not his story, right? So I got to release the expectation on him for him to behave a certain way or give me all these words or give me all the hugs, like, like no, never enough, right? Like I released that expectation on him so I could just let him be him and love me the way he does and he's able to, right? And in that, I also let go of the expectation of, of needing to like hold tightly because what I recognized is, is that if I love him, if he does at some point need to leave, for whatever reason, for his own health and well-being, then so be it. And so I can lovingly release him. And so I sort of lovingly like detached these cords that were so strongly trying to grip love <laughs> because I was able to recognize the love I could give myself that was not his to fill. He was not meant to fill that. We get to be in relationship. We get to be in loving harmony. We get to have our ups and downs. And yet that aspect of self-love, I was looking to the wrong person. I was like, finally, I have someone. I can get it from him. I can get it from him, right? Does this make sense? <laughs> like I can get it from him. And we do it sometimes with our mothers, our fathers, our friends. And I want to say, there's something else I want to say about this. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as I say that, I feel like there's a nuance to it because um, I, I, I get to have my conditions. We get to have our conditions of satisfaction around our relationships. Like we want to be treated a certain way. Like I want loving words. I want affection. Like I get to have that. That gets to be my condition of satisfaction. I'm going to write that in here. Conditions of satisfaction. So for you, I'm just curious, when you look at kind of a loving relationship you have with a friend, with your significant other, with a parent, like what are some conditions of satisfaction, boundaries, so to speak, that you have in that relationship or that you would like to have? I would love to just see from you like kind of, how does that resonate for you? Like what's, in, what's in there for you? We're going to wrap this up pretty soon and we're going to get right into our channel writing next, okay? Coffee is life. Yeah, Liz, coffee is so life. And while, yeah, while that's coming in, if you feel compelled to kind of share that, 
what I've noticed is that I get to have my conditions, conditions of satisfaction like in my relationship. Um, we talk things out, we don't yell. Um, in my relationship, uh, we are affectionate. We have words of affection. Those are my conditions of satisfaction. And there's a difference though. Like I, I want that, I get to have that in my relationship, but it's different than that, like filling this bottomless pit that I am meant to fill for myself. It's not conditional. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and with that, the same thing is with um, my friendships, right? Like I get to be treated a certain way and I, and I have a certain kind of, <laughs> yeah, in my friendships they get to look a certain way. Um, they get to look like reciprocal. They get to look like the energy putting in is kind of equal. Um, my friendships, they, they, they care about me. They want to know about me. Um, they put time in. Uh, it looks a certain way. Those are my conditions of satisfaction. My friendships get to look like that. Yeah, that's interesting, Mo. Right. And on that note, let's talk about parents. Because I think we put parents on the hook a lot for how we're supposed to be treated. And the thing is, is that our parents can only treat us to the degree that they know how. And so when I look at my parents, I will continue to suffer if I require them to be a certain way towards me. I can have the conversation around my conditions of satisfaction and what I, what I see looks like a loving relationship, how that can look. And yet if they are unable or are not able to give that to me in a certain way, my job is to meet them where they're at. And I can feel a sense of loss for what we don't have, and yet I can also recognize that I'm open to that changing, and yet I'm not like driving it, I'm not like willing it, I'm not like fighting and forcing it, if that makes sense. I, get to, I can meet them where they're at. I can meet them in that level of loving exchange that I know is possible and available. <laughs> And if there's something that I desire more, that I want from them, I can turn that back to myself. What can I give to myself? What can I give to my inner loving child? How can I be the inner loving mother to me? How can I be the inner loving father to me? So we get to have kind of expectations of our relationships of how we desire to be treated, boundaries, and we get to look at that which we really want so much that we crave outside of ourselves, we get to release the expectation on others. There's like a bit of a nuance. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm so glad, Shauna. I'm so glad. This said, um, let's get into our channel writing, shall we? You're so welcome. I'm going to take a moment to get some chimes for us. Um, I'm using this mic, so I'm interested how it'll pick it up. And uh, we're going to get into the channel writing. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to um, get into the space, perhaps, of a question you have around um, a general question, maybe a question that some of you posted above. Um, it could be a question like, why is there evil in the world? It could be a question particular to you around, um, you know, meeting a significant other, around a job. Whatever question you might have, we're going we're gonna to tap into love for it. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. You've got such a good one, Shauna. I love it. Okay, let me get my, um, my chimes here. I have them set up for later for when we have yoga. And um, this is just a moment of pause. If, uh, if you're enjoying the space and our talk and you feel called to donate, I thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And we're going to dive into our channel writing here, okay? So it, Chris, channel writing. So it's nice to have some a pen and paper available. And we're going to start in. All right, we ready? <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Michelle. Cecilia, thank you so much. I appreciate the donation. Thank you so much for donating. We're going to start in. And I invite you just to close your eyes. I'm glad you're back. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry that happened, but I'm glad you're back. So you got in just in time. We're going to do the channel writing here. We're going to start by getting into like a little kind of meditative space as I invite you just to close your eyes softly and gently. Taking a deep inhale and full exhale. And connect right into your heart space, right into that space right within your chest. 
that space where we can feel love, we can feel compassion, that heart chakra. We're going to chant three times the seed sound for the heart chakra, which is Ram, R-A-M, Ram. So here we go, deep inhale. Ram. Feel that vibrate within your heart space again. Ram. Ram. Envision you have a beautiful light right within your heart space. What color is that light? Identify that color. And envision that. Envision that beautiful light growing brighter and brighter. And envision a beam of light, a beautiful beam that knows exactly where it's headed, that is going to connect right to source. Seeing this beam of light connect up, up through your room, up through the sky, past the tree line, past the clouds, up into space, past the moon and stars, up, saying hello to your soul, your soul guides, your past loved ones, your angels and ascended masters, right to source itself, however you envision that. Source energy, the love from which you came, and are. And connecting to that source energy, envision you can bring some of that down right next to you, just to be with you, to communicate with unconditional love, pure love. Notice for a moment, what does that unconditional love feel like? What do you sense? What do you hear? What do you see? Now, as you're here with source, light being with light being, ask your question. This energy of unconditional love is going to travel back down this light beam with you to have a conversation and to communicate with you while you channel right soon. Just travel back down this light beam, down, 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 down the light beam, back towards the tree line and towards the roof line, back into your room, back to where you now sit Envision this unconditional love right here with you. Perhaps it takes form. Perhaps it takes the form of a person, an animal, or just some form of light energy seated right here with you. Perhaps a hand on your shoulder, so to speak. As you now begin to channel write, and it looks like this, the channel writing looks like you taking your paper and you starting by asking a question. It's like a dialogue. So you start with your name, like I would write S, and I would write my question, what would love do around this certain thing? And then I would write L or draw a heart shape, and I would start to write the answer. So it's real simple. S is my question. L is the answer coming through. I'm going to keep the chimes going for a few moments as we begin to just channel right, closing your eyes to just listen into the answers. In Philly, I see your question, ask love, what would love do? And then I um, will come back 
and chat about that when we're done. When you write these letters, it's just like you're writing a dialogue. So you're writing like your name when you're writing the question and L is for love or a heart shape for the answer. And you might continue it like a dialogue or you might just be hearing what love has to say. You might have continuing questions that come from that initial question or what love says and you want to ask more or say more, and that's why it looks like a dialogue. Any other questions you have, feel free to ask. There's no wrong question. Yeah, so when we're channel writing, um, it can just be like you're receiving a message and you're just writing the message. But let's say I had a question like, I wanna find out, well, why is there evil in the world? <laughs> um, maybe it's something more personal, like um, how can I feel closer to my mother? What would love do? I'm gonna write it like um, S is for me and I'm gonna write the question, I'm just going to try to keep it really simple. Why is there evil? I mean, maybe it's more personal. And then I'm and then I'm tapping in with love and love begins to say, "Hi Stephanie. I see you. I know this brings you pain." And I just start to write the answer that I hear coming through. And then if there's a pause or I have an additional question or something to say, then I would write my name again, like a kind of like a dialogue, like you were writing a script for a play. And I put S for my name again and I write my question next or my thought like, oh, thank you so much. I understand that or yeah. So I'm going to kind of guide you through it right now. Um, go ahead and start by writing your question on your page. Write your question. You might have a lot of questions, but just choose one. Write your question on your page. And then tap into the energy of unconditional love that we drew back with us from source. And without you know, we don't want, we just want to write, even if it seems weird or we're not quite sure, we just write whatever comes through, even if it seems cuckoo. Um, we don't veto it, we just do it. <laughs> just start writing, what is, what is love saying? Maybe love greets you and then begins to answer. And it might sound like your voice or it might sound different. It might sound like old school or like a different, different way of speaking. You just begin kind of writing and writing what's coming through. Okay, we'll take another moment, yeah, um, to see what comes through for you. And if anyone feels complete or wants to share your question and answer, we'd love to have you share that with us too, if you do feel complete. Excuse me.
We'll take another few moments to write. If you would like to share anything that you have coming through in the comments, please do. If you don't feel complete with what you have written, that's okay, you can continue this. Knowing that love is always with you, that unconditional love that we drew down to be with us, we don't have to send it anywhere. It gets to be with us. We get to talk with it anytime we desire. And I will sort of formally complete that space, that moment, that space of sort of channeling in with our, our sense of love so we can come back to the discussion. And I really want to thank you for taking the time to do that. How was that for you? How did that go? <laughs> we have a few minutes. We're kind of at the top of the hour, so we're going to take another few minutes to chat. Um, and I have yoga coming up with us here after this. So I just want to kind of take, take a moment with that. Um, if you've been enjoying this space, I really appreciate any donations you have, even a dollar or two. Buy me a cup of coffee. They really help. So I thank you so much for that. I just want to mention, too, an, a wonderful energetic exchange is when you come click on my face and find a meditation that serves you. Um, just kind of explore, find what's available, and uh, leave me a positive review. It's another nice, beautiful, energetic exchange. So I thank you for that. If you came in late, um, we were mentioning our summer read in the Quantum Book Club. So remember to kind of jump into our group. So just a couple little notes before we talk about your channel writing, okay? The, this group is called the Quantum Book Club. So you get in on that. Um, and if you kind of want a little more guidance one-on-one, -on -one, um, you can check out my mentorship, my one-on-one -on -one sessions as well. I'm so glad, Diane. I'm so glad it was so nice. Um, Philly, so a couple things. And just, how was it? What came up for you? What messages did you get? What did you receive? I'm like dying to know. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Thank you for the hearts. I love it so much. I love being here with you so much. So, um, Many times when we connect more with animals than humans, it's because we have been hurt by humans. We have felt that pain of, of, of humanity that has hurt us, that has not shown us unconditional love. And we can see unconditional love easier in animals who, in general, do not um, hurt us. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. Exactly, right, Patricia? And so we feel safer in that zone than we do with humans. It doesn't mean it always has to be like that. Um, but it means like that is, that, is the, that is the why. And Philly, to your question, I'm really curious what you received through your channel writing. I would imagine um, the, there's a wonderful practice that, uh, that I learned when I needed to really release myself from a relationship. Um, and it's okay if you didn't get answers, no worries. You know, this is... This is a journey, and so this is like one step on the journey. Maybe you will receive an answer. Maybe you have in the past. Maybe you will in the future. It's, it's okay if you didn't today. Maybe you will in an unexpected way today in a song that you hear or something that comes to you when you're in the shower or going for a walk. You may receive the message in a different way if you didn't receive it right now. Yeah, they're here to teach us, yes. Yeah, um, and I want to kind of mention one other thing about what you mentioned earlier, Philly. Uh, and the book is called The Ancestors Within. It's, it's about ancestors. It's about like all the beautiful stuff that we get from our ancestry. It's really cool. It's an anthology of authors, so it's going to be really fun. We start, I can't believe it, next week diving in on Sunday, um, same time as this. And it has a subtitle. I can't keep it in my mind. I know. So one of you might have it. If you want to type it in, feel free to. Uh, Michelle, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, Amanda, I love it. You can honor the past and let go and move on and live. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that so much. Philly, um, feel free to keep typing in, you know, anything you want to about your experience, what you received, or if you didn't, no worries. Um, we can do some more kind of channel writing when we have a little more time. Um, <laughs> so we can kind of get into that a little bit deeper. Um, but what I wanted to say, Philly is on what you have to say here is, and we mentioned this earlier, I don't know if you were there for it, but 
we get to have our conditions of satisfaction. We are, <laughs> I love this, this woman I've seen and she says, if I'm too much for you, go find less. If I'm too much for you, go find less. If my sensitivity is too much, then you can find less. You get to be as sensitive as you are. You are sensitive for a reason. You are a soft, quiet, gentle person for a reason. It's because who you are, right? We can have our origins of, um, of being Irish and we can understand the energy of another person. And we can adapt the way we speak because we are beings that know how to learn and know how to make choices. And so if your condition of satisfaction is, I am not spoken to harshly, I, I, I set my condition of satisfaction, I declare it, I speak it. And if it continues, that oversteps my boundary, my loving boundary for myself my loving boundary for myself. And if that requires me to make a decision that I don't love, but is for my highest good, I choose to make that decision, which I feel is what you're exactly in that, in that zone right now. And I feel like when you get into that channeled space of inner knowing, you'll know the answer. Um, I'll do another live. Maybe it'll be next Saturday, which is kind of on uh, tapping into our own intuition to kind of help with that. But know that we're here to support you on your journey. These choices are all your own, knowing you are coming from unconditional love for yourself and for others. And when we set up our boundaries and we show them, others get to get to rise up to them or they don't. <laughs> They're on their own journey too. We can lovingly release them when we need to, if that's part of what needs to happen. Um, let me see. <sighs> Let's see. Be love. You are the perfect expression of love. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh, Patricia. I love that. That's amazing. I love that so much. How beautiful is that? Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. All right. Anyone else, if you want to share, we're happy to have you share. We're going to start wrapping up here in a moment. So as we're wrapping up, um, I just want to thank you so much for being part of this journey. As we journeyed into the origin story of love, um, we journeyed into what it means to be human on this planet. We journeyed into uh, channel writing with love, a practice that we can um, practice at another time, maybe later if you want to try it again. Um, I want to thank you so much for being here. I have so much gratitude as we are part of this circle. We get to do this together in partnership. I get to be here because you are here. I thank you for donating. It really means a lot to me um, as it helps me to be here. It helps support the teachers who are here on Insight Timer. So I thank you for that. Even a couple dollars is so helpful. Um, uh, I actually recorded this, so my plan is to maybe edit out some spots, you know, where needed and or not, I don't know, and then post it here to Insight Timer because um, I feel passionate about, you know, this talk that we have on love and I'd like for it to be accessible. So yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Let's hope all goes as planned, right? Um, okay. Yes, beautiful. And sometimes um, not getting the answer is the opening. It allows us the opening for the answer to arrive uh, in, its, in its due time, in its right time. So I invite you, whether you received an answer or not, is to be open to the signs and synchronicities available to you when you leave this space, right? What may you receive uh, in, in you seeing a bird? What might you receive from that in a message you receive in the shower um, when you're going on a walk, when you're in yoga. So be open to the messages you might receive today. Much of what I caught in these last few minutes just gave you the answer. Wonderful, Christine. I'm so glad to hear that. Wonderful. You're so welcome. Liz, you're so welcome. Yes, if you're not following me, go ahead and click on my face so you can continue to see what we have coming up. And uh, I'll be in Joshua Tree this coming week. Uh, so I don't know how good the reception is. I hadn't planned any lives, but um, near the end of the week, I'm going to kind of post some. Yeah, well, we'll have it for you, Christine. And come back because this is kind of our jam here. Super glad to have you. All right, my dears, I'm going to set up for yoga next. And um, I'll see you again soon.
Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me. Send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.